1: Palmerbet Bear on the edge of the box Oh it's a straight up screamer Download our app today and enjoy Straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup With great odds, great promos And same game multi at Palmerbet. Bear Gamble responsibly, for gambler's help Call
0: 1-800-858-858 It's Tyre Power's Big Footy Final Sale To kick things off you can get the power To buy three and get one free On selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres Tyre Power's Big Footy Final Sale Can't last Visit tyrepower.com.au now
1: Ronnie Hether joins us. Uh, Ronnie, the Black Caps named a squad for the ODIs and the T20s yesterday uh, against India, which starts on Friday. Good morning to you, mate. What did you make of the team?
0: What about? How are you? Um, interesting. Yeah, um, mostly the same sort of uh, makeup as the World Cup T20 squad. Uh, some one-day regulars coming back in, and obviously some guys um, in and out. Yeah, there's uh, there are there a few interesting ones. I
1: mean, Mark Chapman didn't really get much of a throw at the World Cup, but he hasn't managed to retain his spot. Gupdal, who, you know, has got such a storied career, was part of the squad there, didn't bat uh, over there, but he's been dropped as well, so he's not part of the squad. Some interesting calls from the selectors.
0: Yeah, I think three guys have obviously dropped out um, Guptill, Chapman and, and you've also got um, Bolt so all for very different reasons I guess in different stages of their career um, the, I guess the only one that really sort of speaks some alarm bells is, is Gup uh, is Gup really um, in Kane Williamson's own words that I read online, he labelled him as one of New Zealand's uh, finest white ball batters. So if you are one of New Zealand's finest white ball batters, why can't you make the squad?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so it's, it's, for me, it's as simple as that. Um, you know, like someone who's got a record like Gup, um, you know, um, how it, 18 one day hundreds, averaging 41. And it kind of gets a little bit, in my opinion, a bit boring when you hear things like, oh, we know what he can do. Well, what he can do is go out there every inning and score 41 runs. That's his average. Um, so, you know, to go out there and, and put that on the table to start off with, in addition to having, you know, 1800s and 3950s and um, striking at 87, um, tell me tell me why you wouldn't want that in your squad
1: um, going forward. That's a really good point, actually. I mean, it's it's great having... Uh, guys coming through like Finn Allen coming through, uh, and I guess they see him as the future. There's an ODI World Cup next year, so the inference would be that they don't think Guptill's going to be around then. Is is that what we're reading in this?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to end someone's career before it needs to, and that's not my role here today, is just to analyse basically mm. from the outside what you can see. Um, and, yeah, that could be the, the conclusion that you come to. But if that was the case, what, why wouldn't you not let him go out on his own terms? Um, someone who's contributed that much for New Zealand cricket um, labelled correctly in my view by by people who have um, more batting talent than myself as one of New Zealand's finest uh, white ball cricketers, full stop why would you not let him go out on his own terms if this was the end of the road? Because in my Look, again, looking at it from the outside, there's no white ball cricket for Gup to play between now and uh, getting back into the team. Like he would have to go back and play red ball cricket for Auckland and the Plunkett Shield. I don't think the, the one-day Ford Trophy or the Super Smash gets underway for a few weeks yet
1: yeah it's interesting isn't it that uh what's he supposed to do and that uh, opens up another conversation as well because the other player that's not there of course is Trent bolt um and there was a, a in the in the press release yesterday about Trent not being there you know they basically said that um, he's no he's not contracted right so he opted out of his contract so they're going to be giving uh priority players with central contracts or domestic contracts but there's a bloke called Jimmy Neesham in the team who doesn't have either of those and, in fact, doesn't even have a, a provincial team to go and play for. So how does that work?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's another one of the sort of issues that i would had with the, the naming of the squad. They they did say that Neesham's situation was somewhat different at Bolts. But, again, looking from the outside, if you're looking at things on face value, Neesham turned down a contract. He doesn't have somewhere to play at this stage in domestic cricket so where does that leave him? Like, is he just being picked by New Zealand to play for New Zealand and that's what he's doing? I mean, part of being a domestic cricketer or even an international cricketer means you need to be available to play for New Zealand, which is fine. But he doesn't have either of those agreements at this stage because he doesn't have a domestic team to play for. So, um, and I guess, if you again, they've they've labelled this, not my words, crystal ball gazing into the next World Cup. Like, are they saying that Nishan's going to be one of the front line players? So they're going to continue selecting him for the next 12 months even though he's not contracted in between all of these other um, T20 assignments he's got with franchise cricket.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's going to be interesting. We just had a text through saying the first round of the Ford Trophy is next Thursday, so uh, I, I suppose Cup wow. can get a bat there. But yeah, it's still it's a bit of a head scratcher because it seems to be uh, one one thing good for Bolt another thing good for Jimmy Nisham. doesn't quite make sense. I mean, it has been suggested to me that maybe the reason that Nisham has been Given this treatment is because with him and Daryl Mitchell, that's really our, our, our two batting all-rounders and they, and they want to keep him sweet ahead of the uh, ODI World Cup next year. But I mean, surely part of the development pathway we've got going on in New Zealand cricket at the moment, there must be somebody else that's there or thereabouts. Even, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a new name. It could be a Robbie O'Donnell who's you know going great guns with the bat and the ball for Auckland or Doug Bracewell even.
0: Uh, well, the question you have to ask yourself is, did Nishan bowl any overs at the 2020 World Cup? I think the answer to that is no. Mm. So why would you need a bowling all-rounder if you're just going to use five bowlers? I mean, it's nice to have the luxury of having someone who can bowl overs um, as an all-rounder or batting all-rounder, but um, you know, if you look at a, a five-game sample, which they played over the World Cup, or a six-game sample, he didn't bowl any overs. So is there any need to have him there or continue selecting him if he's not contracted? Um, yeah, Doug Bracewell. Yeah, he's a he does all he can do, Doug. Uh, I think, in my opinion, in terms of domestic cricket, he always puts up really good numbers every year. He's consistent. He's played at the international level before. You know, is it worth now giving him an extended run as a bowling all rounder, as someone who can actually front up and bowl, you know, decent uh, quality overs, and then contribute something with the bat? Um, is that the type of player that they should be looking long term for in terms of someone who's given loyalty to New Zealand cricket and has continued to be contracted as well?
1: Well I guess the other player is Kyle Jamison but he's out injured with a back injury at the moment right so he's your bowling all-rounder that can bat at eight and, and, and hit big but that's a role that Doug can also play so you you've sort of got coverage for for uh, Kyle Jamison if you give Doug the opportunity there is that, is that how you see it?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can only pick guys who are fit in, and there's no time frame as far as I can see in terms of Kyle B being fit. So you have to use what's available and, and, and guys who are performing. So um, they've done that um, to give them some credit and not slagging them off totally. They have done that with guys like Blair Tickner who has performed mm-hmm. at domestic level has been given opportunities. Um, they've given them opportunities to guys like Ben Sears. Um, so they are doing that. Um, and I, I find it somewhat easier to rotate bowlers than guys who have a, a storied history as batters. Um, it's, it's somewhat different. Um, you know, bowlers will come and go a little bit with niggles and um, and resting and how many overs they've bowled, especially if they're playing four-day cricket and stuff. So it's a little bit more acceptable. Um, so th- I guess when you're looking at guys like Jamison, Bracewell, those types of guys uh, rocking around New Zealand cricket and domestic cricket, um, those would be the guys you would be looking for for like a bowling all-rounder spot.
1: Uh, another uh, piece of news that came out this morning, Ronnie, and I don't know if you're across this, but Sunrise's Hydrobet have released Kane Williamson um, after six years. Yes. Yeah. Um, I looked, at, yeah, I looked at that. Um, a, you know, sort of around the the T Twenty World Cup because I, not I, have been saying that it feels like the T Twenty game has evolved past Williamson's capabilities as a cricketer these days. Um, you know, he's a guy that can go at a run a ball, but it takes him a while to get going. He tends to take eat, eat a lot of dots, and I think last year his strike rate was in the IPL was ninety three uh, with an average of nineteen, which isn't great numbers. So. Do you think the writing's on the wall for his international career at C20 as well?
0: Well, he came out after the World Cup and said he had to do some reflection on where he's at and, and what the team sort of needs. And his desire is to, from all accounts, what you can read and what you can hear from him, is that he wants to continue playing all three formats. Um, I guess in terms of a tactician and, and in terms of someone who can lead the side the other and the option at the moment that they can see and they give him opportunity as well as Salvi... But he, again, he's not um, in the front end of his career. He'd be towards the back end of his career. So, I guess yeah, the, the stats are what they are in terms of his current performance and his historical performance in terms of strike rates and things like that. Um, but you know, if, he fast, if you fast, if you if you rewind 12 months ago, he lit it up in the in the final against Australia. So, those innings aren't um, outside of his capabilities. It's just it's just uh, is he. Is he playing to the situation more than um, in terms of the the game situation, like we found ourselves in with with the Black Caps in the World Cup? You know, like a couple of wickets down early, then having to consolidate between overs, you know, three and ten, um, and then trying to then extend on and, and generate a higher strike rate then, and then getting out. So it makes it look a lot worse than it is. Um, but yeah, I guess he's he's going through that reflection phase at the moment. I don't think they have a lot of time, obviously, because they play again on Friday. Yeah, well, that's
1: it. I mean, they, you know, could this uh, the series be uh, any better placed for Kane to make a statement given it's India?
0: Uh, possibly. I mean, the conditions conditions are completely different. Um, you know, playing the IPL in India versus the the, the grounds and the size of the grounds here, and also the pitches probably more to his liking in terms of the ball coming on. Um, yeah, but yeah, I guess, yeah, if you wanted to make a statement, there are a lot of senior guys coming across from India who may um, get in the ears of the IPR owners and make a bid for him at the auction. I'm pretty confident he would probably end up getting picked up by someone. Uh, probably not at the same value that he was currently unless they get into a bidding war. But, um, you yeah, know, having someone like that around your squad uh, with all that batting knowledge and even if you needed him to do a jog um, in the middle order or the top of the order, uh, probably worth investing in, I would have
1: thought. Mm, okay, it's an interesting one. Um, an interesting call by Sunrises as well and the, and the timing of it. Uh, before I let you go, mate, we, we were talking um, you know, all-rounders and around the Jimmy Nisham thing. The other one that um, struck me, actually, I was looking at his numbers earlier this morning, is Logan Van Beek who, of course, played in the T20 World Cup for the Dutch. He's back here playing domestic cricket. He's going well with the ball and with the bat for his domestic side. Um, he has played in New Zealand A before. Is he a player that could work their way into the black caps, do you think? I mean they've obviously seen enough to invest in them to put them in a New Zealand A tour.
0: yeah, I mean that situation is interesting in itself. Guys who have gone and played you know for associate countries in the Netherlands is that uh, Tim Pringle as well was playing for for Indy, I think, and made his debut um, just this week. So it's interesting that these guys have a little bit more leeway in terms of coming and going between playing uh, in our domestic uh, setup, but also then also uh, in an international setup, which is in New Zealand. Um, yeah, but I guess they 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 must see someone like Logan as an option as a bowling all-rounder um, if they are giving him time in the New Zealand A jersey and investing in him going on tours. Um, where that leaves him in the pecking order behind guys like Bracewell and guys like Jamison, um, I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, but he's, been, I mean, for white ball cricket, Logan's been a pretty good performer for, for a number of years now. And, and that probably shows a little bit more that he's been given the opportunity to play for the Netherlands as well. But in terms of people who ply their trade in New Zealand and are committed to playing for New Zealand, I'm not 100% sure um, how that would sit with other players or not. Mm, yeah,
1: all right, mate. Hey, listen, Ronnie, I know you've got a meeting that you need to run to, but I appreciate the time you've given us this morning and some of the things you've brought up as well. Definitely some food for thought around this New Zealand team ahead of that India series. Uh, appreciate your time, mate. Go well and uh, enjoy the week. Yeah, no drama.
0: Thanks for